right. Ew, ew. What's up, everybody? It's Gerald uh, Crook, uh, your host for the Higher Ground Society podcast. I am so excited to be continuing this series of uh, podcast episodes that will be focusing on women's history, since it is um, Women's History Month. The month of March is Women's History Month. And so uh, to continue the series, I have with me a very incredibly, ridiculously and talented uh, young woman <laughs> with me, Jasmine Garfield. Hello. <laughs> hey. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. How, how are we doing today? How you feeling? How you feeling? You know what? I feel wonderful. I can't complain. Like I said, I'm breathing, so I'm feeling blessed. You know what? I'm black and I'm moving. I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah. So, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, again, I like I um, basically just let's just jump into the conversation with everybody who I, I invite on. I just asked you to tell the people, who are you? <laughs> tell us about yourself. Uh, you know what? My, my third eye opens every time I hear that question because I feel that when someone asks me, who am I? Who is Jasmine? I'm just forever changing. You know, there's so many adjectives that can describe us, but I'm forever growing. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, born, bred, and raised. I'm a creative, okay. the coolest auntie because my new says so. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a, a creative here in Birmingham, Alabama, doing my thing, trying. <laughs> Very nice. Well, though, no, is it so? You, you're saying you're trying, but I can definitely attest you are. Oh, here, this is something fun. So let's talk about how you and I first met. I didn't include this in the thing, but uh, it was so. It was by chance. Um, yeah. We. I don't. I think it was maybe 2015. Yeah. 2015, and. I and myself, uh, my friend Cicely, and my friend uh, Shanice Nicole. Shout out we, to Shanice. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my girl Shanice and Change of Plans. We traveled to Atlanta. Yes. Um, we were going to, we went to Center Stage and we were going to a Leanne Le Havis concert. Yes. And for those of you who do not know, Leanne Le Havis is this incredible songstress. Amazing. From over across the pond uh, <laughs> uh she's she's just incredible and this was her this was a concert that was in support for her second album if i'm not mistaken yes it was mm-hmm. and it was and so me and cicely and angel we like to get together and just we like to be super early so we can be able to get close to the yes. stage and we can See up people's noses. Same. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I need to get there early because I want to be able to like feel the artist, but I also uh-huh. want to know like I'm a gearhead. So I want to know what everybody's using, how it's run. Can I look behind the stage, see what's happening? So, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> because of this mutual affinity for being up and close and personal, we just happen to be standing next to Jasmine. And Angel and, and well, Shanice Nicole... Uh, and Jasmine knew each other already, but me and Cicely didn't. And so <laughs> we just happened to bump into each other at this concert and we vibed, as the young vibe, people say. Vibe, <laughs> right. Like the like the young, the cool kids say, vibe. <laughs> yeah, and it was incredible. And that was really the start um, 
of me basically following you because then I think I started following you and Chris that day uh, on, on Instagram and yeah. I saw your work. Like, you like you talked or you might have sang a little bit at the concert. I might have heard a little something, something. But it wasn't until after I started following you, I was like, oh, she's for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so music brought us together and here we are today to talk about. Yeah, that's the beauty uh, of music. That's the beauty yeah. of it. A language yeah. that everyone understands, everyone yes. feels, it's universal. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Ooh, a word. Uh, one of many <laughs> that we'll be discussing today. Uh, so, so how did you get into music? Tell oh, me about it. My goodness. So I remember something Erica Badu said that we're all like giving something just, just a passion. It's just something that you can do effortlessly. So I feel like when when God placed me in my mom's womb, he was like, boom, music. That's that's <laughs> going to be your gift. That's your passion. So, I mean, being little, I would always run around, you know, singing and doing little harmonies and didn't know it, fiddling on the piano. I had my first solo at two and it was then and there. I was like, yeah, this this whole stage thing and, and the people getting up and feeling it, this is me. But. I mean, mm-hmm. since then, I've always loved music. It's just something that I always understood, something that I was always interested in. So um, I, I grew up playing piano, guitar, bass. Um, I took lessons, but I always say I'm more self-taught because it was always the times where I would find myself in the corner not wanting to go outside and literally sure. just fiddling through and just and just playing or being in the car with my mom or my dad and they're they're playing that little mixtape, you know, it's a cassette tape, so I'm not going to give them my age. But <laughs> <laughs> those long drives of just listening to music and just closing my eyes and just just going for the ride, it will always take me there. So I've always been into music from, from childhood up until now. Yeah, and it's very, very telling. Like, you are charmed <laughs> when it comes to music. Like it just, <laughs> you just exude it. Um, and again, whenever I started following you, I, I was like, okay, she's just, she's just a singer. She's just a vocalist or whatever. But no, like, like you said, you play piano, guitar, bass. I think the first time I heard you rip a bass, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's just, I'm like most multi-instrumentalists, like they are really like just not magicians, but just otherworldly folks. Like you're just doing such incredible, incredible work. Um, you do so you do so well with it all. And so self-taught, shout out to that. I can appreciate that, which is which takes a tremendous amount of um discipline. It does, it does. Time. Like I play some instruments, but I don't think I'm super proficient in it because I'm I don't like to practice. <laughs> but but <laughs> and I, you, that's always the thing with a lot of people. They like to practice, but you know, it, it's a lot of discipline. Sit down and fiddle. You know, mm-hmm. you know, sit just and inspire yourself, pull the inspiration, sit down, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then then you wind up sounding like you. So yeah. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a testament to, to actually to buy into yourself and invest in yourself in that way. Um, so you mentioned Erica Badu, but who are some of the other artists um who have inspired your sound? Oh my goodness, I could go all over the spectrum because I love jazz. I love mm-hmm. rock. I love folk. I love it. I love it all. I mean, 
one minute I could be listening to the Beatles and then the next minute I'm listening to Cardi B and then I'm back to Ella Fitzgerald. So, <laughs> yes. but That's when true. I, when I think of a lot of artists that really made me sit down and say, hmm, um, uh, I, I could name so many jazz artists. I'm a jazz head. Um, mm-hmm. I could go down the list, list there. Um, West Montgomery, Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my gosh. A list of list of there. But and I, I come to the future. I think of Pharrell. I think of Timberland. Um, mm-hmm. Those type of producers. Like I said, it's just so many people that inspire me. Right. And I think that's interesting that you, you brought up. We'll talk about producers in particular, because while you are incredibly talented, a lot of your work here lately seems to you be seem to be like behind the scenes. Yeah. Producing. Things. So we'll talk about that here in a sec. So um, our, since it is Women's History Month, who are some of the women in particular who have inspired? Because, I mean, I mean, like we, we talked earlier in the series, like women do it all. And yes. basically have been holding up this world on their shoulders. So yes. who? who Music world has done this for you. <sighs> My goodness, Janelle Monet, Beyonce, <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Billie Holiday, Tina mm-hmm. Turner. I, the, mm-hmm. the list goes on. And people that are known and people that are unknown, Tasha Couture, mm-hmm. Molly Hunter, these people that work behind the scenes that you, the, the average person may not hear about, but mm-hmm. women in this industry, in the music industry, have been so influential and so dominant and it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful to see that in this time that a lot of them are getting the recognition um again missy elliott uh just a just an array of people so um it's been a lot of women that have inspired myself paris stroller from king love her to death leanne so Mm -hmm. um it's it's so so many women that inspire me janelle monet i have to say this Janelle Monet is one of the reasons that I started my record label, Artistic Intelligence. Okay. I remember always being a fan of her because she was such an eclectic soul, but with a vision and a purpose, loved her. And I remember seeing her with her artist with Wonderland and mm-hmm. just like, I, I want to be that. I want to be her. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just so many women have inspired me. Yeah, so, well, I can I can actually ditto off of that with Janelle Monet for two reasons. First of all, so just you know, we're here at the beginning of the new year, but last year she released a song "Turntables," mm. and it was incredible. And I was playing that song on repeat. But literally, just, I don't know if you caught this, but just yesterday she did a recorded performance for I think Stephen Colbert yes. or something like that. Yes, of that song, and I was just like, and every time she performs, it's just like. <laughs> you are in a trance it's just amazing you can just you just feel the passion and I'm mm-hmm. big on individuality being yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she just exudes that she the confidence and being a woman she wears it with a badge mm-hmm. of honor and she is just such an inspiration I'm a super fan I'd fall out <laughs> if I ever saw her but um she she's just amazing she's phenomenal and then so you talked about Wonderland. I don't this is a very, this is a higher ground society kind of like a little secret, but the, the fact that it's called higher ground society comes from inspiration from Janelle Monet because, wow. you know, it's, I think it's just called Wonderland now, but I think when it very first came out, it was Wonderland Arts Art Society. Art Society, sure was. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, 
yes. society, yes. a group of people. You know, it's, it's a really fun way or really deep way, really, to think mm-hmm. about collective pe- group of people. And so, yes, look at Janelle. Look at Janelle. <laughs> Just working it out. Pioneer. Pioneer. Pioneer, truly. So, um, yeah, like it's it's though everyone that you named, um, Billy Holiday in particular, shout out to this film that just came out with Andre Day, who just won the best, I think, best actress, Golden she, Globe. Some, yeah, she blew that role out the park. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it yet, but oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it that night. <laughs> wonderful. Amazing. It was out of sight. Mm-hmm. It was out of sight. And I mean, I think it's really important too. Um because it came kind of like on the the, the heels of, of Black History Month. But, you know, if we think about women, Black women, and what Billie Holiday endured, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I think at the end they tell you, you know, how uh, how her life, you know, wound up. But she died at, like, I think 41, which yes. is mm-hmm. really young. That's young. Even for, you know, the 40s, I think it was the 40s that she died. That's still really young. Sure. And, like, so, like, a, a, a tremendous amount of sacrifice for this complicated person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and so, I mean, I can stand, everybody that you mentioned, I can, I can stand. Um, mm-hmm. Also too, we just got to talk about this real quick. Beyonce, like you're major. You, I'm pretty sure you're like the, the vice president or the president of the. Let <laughs> the me tell I, you, I do chapter. not, I do not <laughs> tolerate any Beyonce slander. That woman to me is phenomenal. Just mm-hmm. from a business standpoint to an mm-hmm. artistry standpoint, mm-hmm. she is just so genius. And I know it takes a team to build a Beyonce. That's that's why I kind of went behind the scenes, too, because I got to cool. see that. But mm-hmm. just to see her work is and last this long. Yes. And I feel like we're kind of just like in the middle of it, too. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, she just turned four. Well, she just turned 40 maybe like last year, I guess. Or she's mm-hmm. nearing 40. Um, but she's still like kind of at the top of her game. Like the fact that she's still producing these things and it's just like still earth shattering. You know, the world she stops, is. as she yes. says. Yes. It's true. Hello. Yes. And she's been at it already for like, what, 20, 30 something yes. years? She's been at it for a while and I yeah. love where she came from until now. And it's just like, I'm so unapologetically me. Yes. And it's beautiful. It's as if mm-hmm. she said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do as a creative, but I'm going to use my voice and use my mm-hmm. platform to push all of the positivity, to, to push a lot of the problems that we're having within society. I mean, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And once mm-hmm. again, that, that draws back to just the power of women and the power of just creativity and just music. It, mm-hmm. it, it creates this magic. It creates this call to action. And, yes. and, and I, I just love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very easy to get inspired by that. If you're yeah. not inspired by it, Come on, some I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, and she, she even wrote a song about it, Girls Who Would Run the World. And like, I mean, it's a very, I mean, of her catalog, I'm pro- people probably can't stand that song I know. <laughs> the most. I know. <laughs> but if you listen to it, like, she's spitting facts and she's spitting facts. truth of power, you know? Facts. So, facts. shout out to Who Run the World. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes. So, um, thank you for sharing all that. I'm glad that, that was a great. 
a little conversation. We talked about, um, you know, where you're coming from, who's inspired you. Let's actually talk about some of your music. Sure. Um, we'll, we'll dive into this one song here uh, called Repeat. So, yes, um, Jasmine, tell me about Repeat. What's the story behind this song? Oh, my goodness. You're you're making me go back into my therapy days, you know? Oh, I um, love it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. So, I wrote that song when I was all of probably 17, 18 years old. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's it's so interesting listening back to that song and that that whole project. Um, it comes from a project called Love's Bullet. It was one mm-hmm. of the first projects that I released. I got to work with an amazing producer by the name of Byron the Aquarius and another mm-hmm. amazing producer by the name of L Element, who we, we would stay in one room all day and just make music. But um, wow. fast forward to repeat, um, it's it's basically about being in a relationship very toxic relationship and mm-hmm. being wanting to feel that void of wanting to be loved and being in love so badly that mm-hmm. you will stay and and repeat the hurt just to feel just to have that comfort just to feel that space so you'll mm-hmm. repeat going back you'll 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 repeat believing the words that someone's saying just to fill that void so mm-hmm. Um, I, I said and I wrote a lot of my songs and my production process. Um, guitar is my main instrument. So I went in um, and said, hey, Byron, yo, I, ha- I have this song. We got to we got to lay it like right now. I'm, I'm, I, I got to lay it down. So mm-hmm. um, we pressed record. I had already had the song written. It took me maybe like 30 minutes to write that song. Whenever I'm inspired, I can uh-huh. just sit down. Either I'll write it or I'll store it here. I'll sing it so many times or or uh-huh. try to piece kind of the stanzas together so many times that I can just have it in my head and just go in. I'll stack the melodies, stack the vocals. Uh-huh. Um, L Element played bass on it. I produced the rest. And uh-huh. it, just, okay. it just went from there. It went from Listen, there, but it's one it of is- my deep songs. It definitely is. And so, I mean, just aside from the, thank you for sharing the the, the story behind it and the, the meaning. Um, but, but even before we get there, even if you don't even listen to the words, literally just the instrumentation and the the, the composition of the song, it's my kind of song. It's very relaxing. It's very calm and lilting. And it's very, it's very, it's not very complicated in, you know, the instrumentation that you got. But it's impactful. That's how you know you're writing a good song. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I'm telling you, it's so beautiful. Um, which you. you heard the, the little snippet that we did. But stay behind, and you'll hear the whole song uh, at the end of this conversation. Um, but so that's I just have to give a shout out to the actual composition because it's just a beautifully thank you, beautiful thank you. Um, but so going into some of the lyrics. I, I I had I gave you a heads up. We got this one, <laughs> this one little section of the song. It really 
grabbed me by the collar and was like, woo, hello. Uh, it says, and you hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, you hurt. And you repeat. All because you can't belong, even though the capacity is so wrong. But to heal it, you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. And you hurt. Yes, you hurt. Yes, you hurt. Listen, that you. but to heal it, you have to feel it. Tell, tell us. Tell us about this. <laughs> <laughs> Mama taught me, always taught me tough love. And okay. in life, the best experience, of course, is going through it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if you open yourself up to it, and I'm always big on perspective, mm-hmm. you, can, you always have to ask, okay, what is this teaching me? <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom would always tell me, you can't help who you love. You can't at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you hear, but in it, you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. So you hurt. So you hurt. And, oh, my gosh, it's taking me back to that moment of being in that relationship and wanting to feel the love, but also having to, be, to experience the pain to understand that it wasn't good for me. But mm-hmm. because I was so naive, I still had to fill that space to have that comfort because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that a lot of the traumas I wasn't facing. So sure. a, a lot of the holes and a lot of the pain that I have, I felt maybe through childhood and even through just, just growing as a young adult, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that the, the people that I was dating were the same type of monsters in that trauma that I was dealing with. Oh, yeah. So that toxicity, I didn't see it in that moment. I Uh thought it was love. I thought that this is what love is supposed to look like. This is what Uh love is supposed to feel like. So maybe it's me. Maybe I have to, I have to stay and maybe I can change that person. So I would repeat these actions, allow them to repeat their actions until it just became unbearable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds me, particularly in that part, what reminds me um, is, I guess, is India Ari's second to last song. I mean, mm. second to last album, uh, Songversation. Songver- I think yes, so uh-huh. Songversation. And the song uh, Break the Shell, when she's talking about, uh, she says, the chorus says, Life's gonna hurt. Well, it says, "Child, it's time to break the shell. Life's gonna hurt, but it's meant to be felt." Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can't touch the sky, mm-hmm. you know, within yes. yourself. So that's what this is kind of reminding me of. At the same time, like you know, you got you got to feel it. You get like you. We can't we can't go through life unscathed, you, right? And that's the thing. Uh, we, I, I believe, a lot of times we try to protect ourselves from the blow, mm-hmm. and we we can't. Life happens. Think, right. think, things are things are going to happen, and it's almost mm-hmm. like you know uh, the the old people say you you, you won't know the, the the stove the stove is hot you touch it you know <laughs> you, you don't know the the pain until you touch it right yeah. so yeah. sometimes we have to go through that experience to to understand and to to grow it's all in growth mm-hmm. it's all perspective at the end of yeah. the day yeah. Well, if anybody needs a little encouragement <laughs> or they need to relate, by all means, you can connect with this song and, and you can know that it, it's a process. It is. Um, and you, well, you, you might repeat. You can, you know, turn that repeat button off and you turn can it move off. on. 
Yeah, Move yeah, on, not, please, yeah. please turn <laughs> turn it off. Even if you need to go to therapy to kind of deal with it, please Absolutely. go. By all, By all yeah, means, I'm huge on mental health. Same. I'm I'm huge with facing your traumas in order to move forward to grow because we have to. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are a lot of things we don't realize. Um, the little child in us that that mm-hmm. needs to grow up. Sometimes we have to speak to the child in us um, mm-hmm. that that never had the opportunity to heal. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it, once again, I always draw back to music because music helped me speak to that little child in me. Mm-hmm. And it's songs like "Repeat." When I listen back to "Repeat," and I look at the woman I am today, and I'm like, "Wow." Look how far we we've came. Mm-hmm. That's why when when people listen to my music, and even though you hear the stories, they they are truthful stories. I always come from a place of truth. Mm-hmm. Everything that I write is truthful. But when you sit down and you listen to it and you look at me, I want to be a testimony to say you can get past it. You can get through it. I promise you, you can. It hurts. It stings. But you know they always say that scars are reminders of the battle that you want. Absolutely. Oh, hello. So you got it. You got it. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Yeah, a word. We're going to lose. So there's several <laughs> little nuggets here that, uh, that was Garfield is dropping. So I'm hoping everybody's picking up on it. Um, I, I, I cannot wait for y'all to hear the, the song in its entirety just because it's, it's in the harmonies too. I can stand for that. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm going to stop. But it's just so much, so much there. The lyrics, it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. Um, so kind of shifting gears. So that song is that you wrote when you were back in, you were 17. Yes. Fast forward. I'm going to ask your age now. Cause I'm like, not supposed to do that with a lady, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, um, you know, you've obviously matured and you, you grew in your, your music career. Um, so what's the difference now in, in being a performing artist for you and mm-hmm. a producer mm-hmm. and why do you prefer, I don't, I don't know if you prefer producing now, but it seems like that might be the case. So why do you like to produce now? I have been so interested in behind the scenes when I just had the opportunity to sit in as a writer in mm-hmm. a lot of sessions. Okay. And I remember when I was younger, I had the opportunity to um, sit in with Ruben Studdard. Oh. And a while ago, he had told me, I was playing him some songs and... Um, I played him a song that I had called Great Wall. And it was so many people trying to buy that song from me, but I just could not let it go. Mm. But it was then where he told me, he said, I know you want to be up front. We all do. But I'm going to tell you where the business really is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it opened my eyes to realize that, example, there's Beyonce but there are a team of people that she has behind her that mm-hmm. make sure that every time you press play, you have an experience. Yeah. So I, I drew back a little bit um, just working on projects that I had because I started working for other artists and I found myself writing. Mm-hmm. And then from writing, I found myself engineering. And I just got so deep into it, just learning from a few mentors and just watching how the process takes place. Mm -hmm. And I just fell back from being in front to, of course, being one of the masterminds behind making hopefully like the next big song. And that just gave me an adrenaline rush like I had never had before. 
And I always just wanted to to be useful in a room. Mm -hmm. So I would be in a room with 10 other songwriters at a songwriting camp, but I would always be the person to say, I was the girl with the hat before they knew my name was always wear a hat. <laughs> so they would say, yo, the, 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 the girl with the hat, the girl with the hat, I, I, I need her. I need her in here. She play, play, play this melody, play the guitar. Oh wait, she does really good melodies. Okay. We, we want you in at, she play this, that, the other, she can engineer. And I just start to really sit in that seat. Nice. And then from there, I just grew. I yeah. just grew. And even though I really consider myself a creative because I feel that everything pulls me. And mm. I, I'm, I'm hoping to get back up front soon because there's so much I have in the vault that I'm ready to share. So many stories that I want to share. You're ready. But, you know, I, I was a I was a musician, but now I'm a b music business woman. Yes. So I look at all of it in an astute perspective. Uh -huh. So that's why you'll see me producing. You may see me see me singing. So I, I, I say creative. People uh -huh. can say producer. People can say artist. But I say I'm just a creative that just loves to do any and everything with it. Uh, and yeah, and that's very, very obvious. Um, one of the things I appreciate again is like, so in addition to, I know that you practice, I know you fiddle, you, you call it fiddling, but I know <laughs> you developing and honing your crap. One of those things, as I follow you on social media that you did, I don't know, I forget how long ago it was, but you attended, was it like a, a women in music business conference or? Yes, I did. Well, it, it was a camp. Um, okay. Shout out to Molly Hunter, another phenomenal um, the woman in music mm -hmm. who has worked with you name it. Okay. I mean, she's a powerhouse in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And, um, it, it was a vision that she had to bring females together um, because in the music in industry, less than 7%, I want to say less than, yeah, less than 7 produce music in the industry. It's not a lot of us in these rooms. It's not a lot of us writing these songs. We aren't getting the credit. So mm -hmm. she had the idea to bring all of us together to make music, to, to get placements. And when I say it was a beautiful experience, because even, even I was just surprised at how many women were making music. I see people on the Internet, but I didn't know it was that many women in music that were literally taking off. Nova Wave, people don't know about them. They are a production duo that's known to write for say Rihanna, you mm -hmm. name it. They have their foot in the pop game. Um, Track Girl. Track Girl is another one who has her hand heavy in the music game. But um, that, that whole writing count was just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, you had people producing, singing, songwriters but not only that she opened up tree sound studios for us to not only network but she gave us a mental retreat <laughs> i mean she gave us the music business we got to rub elbows with people that we have to go to a conference to la to to rub shoulders with okay wow. she put it all in one house and it was just the best experience i've ever had so that's my sis Molly. She's she's a beautiful soul. Um, she's a celebrity chef, a producer, songwriter, musician herself, and she she opened that avenue for us, and it was beautiful. 
That sounds beautiful. Incredible. Empowering. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the song. It's women are doing it for them. Yes. <laughs> That's what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's and she a- and she took she took control. She she said that um because they Tree Tree Sound hosted the Dreamville Camp. Okay. And so uh, a lot of I, I forgot what was it um the last compilation album that they had they literally brought all the guys together of course. Mm-hmm. to to make that album and mm-hmm. it it was there where she looked around and she said not a lot of y'all in here but i'm gonna change that and she did that's amazing she did. well shout out to you miss molly hunter i gotta go and follow <laughs> her and and, share her do. and, and learn because i think that that will be we it, it behooves us to pay start paying attention to women mm-hmm. uh, and learn from them not to just take and 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 you know you know benefit and profit off of but to, uh, yeah. to just grow from um from what they have to offer and then watch right. them take off on that too right that's a you know we it, i think it's very easy for us to be like oh great this this woman can come in and do this, all these amazing things and then they no. wind up getting their 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 uh their flowers if you will you know yes. You have some boss babes mm-hmm. in the music industry. And I mean, just not even just in the industry, mm-hmm. but just as a whole. I've seen when I when I think about all of the people that inspired me, all of the people that looked at me and said, "Damn, you got something special. They were women. And the seeds that they sold into me. From being little all the way up until now, the opportunity that they gave me, I'm forever grateful for Mm -hmm. because they spoke so much life into me Mm -hmm. from my mom all the way to the second grade teacher that I had. The person that pulled me out of the crowd and said, sit down, I'm I'm teaching you this because because I see something in you. And Mm -hmm. they just molded me and groomed me into who I am today. So Mm -hmm. shout out to all the women out yeah. there <laughs> gotta, do it. gotta do it yes yes so um so thank you for elaborating on that now that we have that kind of background and we see uh where your mind is producing and everything let's go back to one of your other songs mm-hmm. that i found um i found it in, in its acoustic version a, a live acoustic version and i, I love this because like you said it's um your main your main instrument is guitar yes it's, it's just you and a guitar it's me in the car. <laughs> doing your Tracy Chapman, doing your Lauren Hill. <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Uh, so tell us about Writer's Block and where that one came from. And these words won't make no sense. Because these thoughts are no force. And these words are naked. And this pen is pretty dry. Because this ink wants to wait. But don't have <sighs> So I believe as every creative, we have all had some type of inspiration block. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'll write about anything. And I remember writing that song and was so frustrated because I had nothing on my my heart I thought to write about. Mm. And I looked around and saw all these pieces of paper um, just from forcing myself trying to write a song. I remember I had an assignment to do and we were writing for this artist and nothing was coming out. I said, oh, crap. <laughs> so uh, I, I sat down and I, I was sitting there with myself and I said, wait a minute. I want to talk about how I just cannot get over not being able to write. <laughs> 
and that's how that song came about because again like i'm i'm big on on tapping into just kind of self and just just your spiritual being and that's one song i sit and it, it makes me giggle because we feel that we have to wait for inspiration and mm-hmm. that's not true mm-hmm. we don't have to here's mm-hmm. a little trick you are the carrier of that energy mm-hmm. okay some things do come to you in a second and you may run, write it down, sing it out or whatever. But there are going to be times where you you feel like you just don't have anything to say, but you do. Mm-hmm. Sit down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here's my word again, fiddle. And you'll <laughs> notice that things will just kind of start coming to you. Maybe yeah. a sentence, maybe a word or two. Uh-huh. Write that word or two down, whatever that idea is, step back. Come back to it if you have to. Yeah. But you can always get over that block if you just just sit down, declutter your mind, because half of the battle is always there's just too much going on in here. Hello. And I like I like to say that. Oh, what was I listening to? I think it was the friend zone. Okay. Um, and hey, friend, hey, I love friend. She's Fantastic. so awesome. Yes, ma'am. She yes, ma'am. she said there's a difference between like perfection and excellence. And so many times we we try to chase after perfection mm-hmm. that we create these roadblocks because we're trying to we're trying to curate something that's just not us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. instead, you know, ex- excellence is more obsessed with what you already you have, what what you mm-hmm. can push forward. You know, perfection is is that real. I, it's almost negative in a sense because you're chasing something that you 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 really won't ever be. We're all we're not perfect. We're not right. But that excellence says, I'm just going to go with the flow and make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I like, like that a lot. I've never heard this distinction, um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to use it from now on. I'm learning. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, from Chasing Perfection, my, my band director, hello, music again, my band director in high school. Yes. You know, he said something about perfection. It's like, there was only one person that was per- per- perfect uh, that walked this earth and they nailed him up on a cross. <laughs> I'll never forget. He said that in the middle of a band rehearsal. I forget what we were trying to do, but he he was he was preaching or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. But the, I like what this idea I like about excellence is it's 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 very person focused. It's based on you, like you, yes. like your definition. Yes, excellence is derived from whatever you have to bring to the table. Yes, and, exactly. That's a that's a that's a very powerful. Exactly, power. it doesn't compare. Excellence doesn't compare. Right. It does not. Right. It does not. Mm-hmm. It does not. It stands on its own because of you. It it's, does. It, it's, it's unique. It comes from a very unique source. Right. Wow. Okay. Well, will there be one who <laughs> who wants to come? I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. And so, yeah, writer's block again. It, it and I mean, and you hear. The, I'm not gonna say like you hear the indecisiveness, but it's very like clear. Like when you made it plain, you're just like I think the uh, the, the words is uh, one of the recurring uh, lines is I don't know what to say, and like you're just like what like, eh. <laughs> but like it is profound in its own way. It is fine. Like, you don't know what to say it, and then look what right. you do out of that like that ambivalence. Like man, writer's block, y'all. <laughs> the end of the episode to hear writer's block. Um, thank you for sharing and elaborating on that. Um, so, I mean, we're kind of toward the end of uh, our conversation. And be- before we do recall, 
Higher Ground Society is an Alabama nonprofit, and it's, this podcast is based on Alabama folks. So I want to understand from you how Alabama has impacted the state of Alabama, living mm-hmm. in Alabama, um, Alabama history, how all mm-hmm. of this inspired or impacted your artistry. Hmm. You know, being born and raised here, um, attending schools, I went to a predominantly black private school, Holy Family um, Elementary and High School, mm-hmm. which is part of Birmingham history, mm-hmm. um, attending a historically black HBCU. Um, which one is that? Alabama. Uh, Alabama State University. Okay. And Alabama has shaped me both mentally and physically, just just through history, um, just through the people that I've met. And oh my goodness, it's it clenches your heart to see where where Alabama has come to where we are now. We're, we still have a long way sure. to go. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it put the passion in me to to be revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, it it put the passion in me to to promote change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just 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 hearing the history from this state and the city that I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother story there. Yeah, but it kept me vulnerable. It's kept me truthful. And even down to just more of that side and just kind of the deeper things, the people that come from from this state, just the the, the Southern hospitality of of being here, Mm -hmm. the culture of Alabama, especially the black culture is just so beautiful. It is. is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so inspirational. I I wouldn't trade the people that that I've come across here for anything in the world. And it's so funny when people hear and I say, well, I'm from Alabama. They're like, Alabama, you know, (laughs) cows and chicken and farms. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm talking deep, good, rich history that you may or may not know, but for good people. But I mean, Alabama is just it's just filled with creativity. And I'm, I'm hoping that the world. Even the country sees Alabama for for more than what they've been told. Yeah. But for what people like you and I represent mm-hmm. when we say we're from here. Mm-hmm. So it's molded me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that very easily. And it's, it's so uh, that's a common theme. A lot of people who come on mm-hmm. here. Uh, on the on the podcast, they talk about the the outward perception of the state and how and they're concerned with it. And and we have a, mm-hmm. a reason to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our history mm-hmm. is checkered for sure, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. think it, 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 since it's becoming a recurring thing, I think it's important to point out that despite the history of the state, yeah. there's been so much to come out of of the state. Um, that has been given by everyone, you know, every group of people, but especially has been given by um, the indigenous people. First, we got to give reverence to them. This is their yes. land. Uh, and then the, uh, the enslaved African-Americans and then their, their descendants who've been here this entire time. Um, women, like, I mean, yes. if you think about the, if you think about the people of Alabama being the state, then it completely changes everything. 
It does. <laughs> like you said, the people who, who molded you, that like it, it that that that's the that's what we need for people to understand about Alabama. So right. write that down, everyone listening. <laughs> like that's what it is. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh I guess so uh the next question is uh now that you have this this Alabama thing in your heart, you got music in your heart as your passion. Uh, where mm-hmm. would you like for your music career to go? Mm-hmm. Like, what's next? There are so many things that I want to do, but to sum it up, I just want to be a vessel for every creative, for every creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say that I want to be the next positive Barry Gordy. We can go in that that area <laughs> there, but like. <laughs> I really do. Like I, I really want to dive into the music business of having my label, artistic intelligence, working with artists, developing artists, um, and and really just going from there. I really want to be a music label powerhouse. And it's I've I've spent the time. People are like, well, you you haven't put out music because I've been so quiet networking because I wanted to make sure that when I take this full force. Mm-hmm. Um, with my God-given passion that I'm going all in, not just for me, but because I'm passionate about the purpose that that this creativity holds. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to be a music business powerhouse. So look out for me. I'm coming. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I hope everyone else, <laughs> I, I see it in you. I hear it from coming from you. And I'm just, it, it, I'm just waiting on it to happen. And I hope, um, you know, if there's anything I can do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm small potatoes. Uh, where's my potatoes? No, um, you're big. But, you're big. <laughs> but like again, I just I'm I'm so again thrilled that you are here and that you are giving to the state. I often say that you know Alabama's some of its greatest resources. Uh, one of its biggest resources are the young people who are choosing mm-hmm. to stay in the state and pour into it. When they could go other other places um, and 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 do that, you could go to Atlanta, you could go to Boston, New York, right. um, you know, uh, L.A., anywhere, right. and really dive into the music industry. Right. Even as like just a noob, but someone of your talents and skill and stuff, I think you go those places just and just be snatched up. But the fact that you decide to stay in Alabama and pour into the state, that is to be commended. Thank you so much. Um, Thank and, you. I think I believe it's gonna happen. I'm just wait. We just we just wait. All waiting. <laughs> We're waiting hey, on this. I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm agreeing with with everything that God says. When it's meant, it's meant. Mm-hmm. Until then, I can only put in the work and have faith. Because once again, you know, it's it's all about purpose. At the end of the day, I just want to be an inspiration and motivation to somebody. And I believe that Alabama is literally just a powerhouse. And like mm-hmm. you said, we don't we don't have to we don't have to go to LA and Atlanta. It's mm-hmm. right here. We mm-hmm. just have to work smarter together mm-hmm. and continue to to promote the quality and what we're trying to present. And it's gonna happen. It's Absolutely. going to happen. Mm-hmm. I love that. Working together, that's very important. <laughs> yes, Thank you. For, it's for important. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh well, so the the, I, the last question I ask everybody. <laughs> the same question because we're talking about Alabama and and, and everything. Um, what is your hope for the state? What do you hope to? Oh wow! What, what do you hope Alabama latches on to? Yes, I'm. I'm going to try not to get too too windy on this one and, and sum <laughs> it up. But 
just kind of going back to the, the the question before the question you asked as far as Alabama is that, you know, I pray that we can continue to shift the definition of what the Deep South means mm-hmm. and um, continue to push a positive change that our ancestors sacrificed so hard to achieve. Mm-hmm. And we're working to get there, you know, marching on, on Selma, the bombings in Birmingham, the things that were sacrificed just to get, get to where we are now. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we can X out the gentrification of this state mm-hmm. to not quiet the history and the stories and those sacrifices to make sure that we can move forward, not just for us, but for the youth that's coming yeah. after us. And that we can join the hands and echo like Georgia to say yeah. that we're shifting this change mm-hmm. and the time is now. And I pray that Alabama can continue to move forward and that we can we can have all of the things and all of the movement of that positive change that, that we all want. Mm-hmm. The equality, the justice that we all deserve. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're human, I'm human, we're all human. Yeah. You know, and and I'm just hoping that Alabama just can, can continue to move forward in that energy. So that's what I hope for Alabama. Listen, from your lips to God's ears, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, whoever, you know, just the, the universe, mm-hmm. you know, listen, yes. I think we're all, uh, that's another recurring theme. Everybody wants the best for the state. Uh, and, 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 yeah, so I'm getting. Hopefully, all this energy is is, is piling up, and I'm hoping it, it is. is. It has it has no choice but yeah. to be. It has yeah. no choice, and if everybody's on one, even if it's a few, mm-hmm. even if it's just a few, it's powerful when people gather. Mm-hmm. It's powerful when people are on one on one accord. Yeah. What we all can do is we just work together. That's yeah. all we need is just the ability to just work together, and we can do so many things Absolutely. so many mm-hmm. yeah well thank you for that uh thank <laughs> you for this conversation this has been incredible thank you fun thank you for your music uh i guess last thing let people know how to connect with you after this this episode where, where can we find you online yes you can find me um follow me on instagram um i know a lot of people have been reaching out to work with me I've been really particular because I have so many things that I have piled up. But um, if you want to, please contact me, contact me at um, email artentail at artentail.co. You can find me on Instagram. That's I am jazz. I am. I'm usually there. If I don't message you, I'm so sorry because my <laughs> inbox is crazy. It may take a minute, but I'm coming, hopefully. But please check me out there. Um, and I would love to connect with any creative. Please follow me. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all follow her uh, and, and hang out to um, hear uh, her music repeat and uh, writer's block. And we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank you. This is Jasmine Garfield, but you, you can call me Jazz. And you're listening to the Higher Ground Society podcast. Here's my song, Repeat.
Once again, this is Jasmine Garfield, and thank you for listening to Higher Ground Society Podcast. Here's my song, Writer's Block. And these words won't make no sense Cause these thoughts are no voice And these words are naked And this pen is pretty dry Cause this ink wants to wait, but don't have the nerve to cry And I've tried one, two, three, but see it's not that easy And all that I want to say won't come out cause it's too afraid You don't know the feeling to have it then it's taken away When adjectives explain your face from this Oh 
That's officially a wrap for this episode of the Higher Ground Society podcast with Birmingham's own Jasmine Garfield, the music businesswoman. Thank you again, Jasmine, for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me. All the music heard in this episode was written and produced by Jasmine. The intro music, the song that's playing right now, it's called Black Lives Matter. Of course, there was also repeats and writer's block that you heard after the conversation. I hope you enjoyed those two as much as I do. I've been singing those songs around the house all week. <laughs> if you're interested in hearing more of Jasmine's work, be sure to follow her on Instagram at I am Jazz I am. That is I am J-A-Z-Z-I-M. Join us next week for the final installment of this month's Women's History Month series. You absolutely do not want to miss the conversation with the guest I have in store. Until then, take care. Peace.